Welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Ryan Green. Joining me today is Sean Drotar. Sean hasn't been on in a while. Sean, how you doing? I am good. We're getting through the slog of the preseason. <laughs> we can finally get to games that count in short order. Right. But it wouldn't be the final week of preseason without one more kind of bogus storyline throughout the week, and it popped up yesterday. Apparently, the Broncos are shopping TJ Ward. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if he's been calling to see if the Broncos have been interested in uh, trading him. Uh, normally, that's how I think most trade rumors start. Uh, teams calling one team about a player, and they go, "Well, we're listening. You know, what do you got to offer?" Um, and that's kind of where we're at right now. Obviously, Broncos country freaking the hell out. Um, you know, I think, and I think they have reason to. I think when you look at the Broncos and you look at this team's strengths, it starts with a number one, Von Miller, and then the no-fly zone. And so I think most people are worried about what this is going to do, not only to the defensive performance, but possibly the locker room if TJ Ward is traded. What are your thoughts? Do you think it's legitimate, or do you think this is more just trade talk rumors? Well, Vance Joseph yesterday said that he had heard nothing about it, which tells you exactly what they are concerned about in the locker room, because right. uh, that there's no way this gets down anywhere. And there are way too many people with... Uh, Far too many bona fides, I think, to, to just dismiss it and say that it, it's not real. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if John Elway can throw out a fake news tweet this time and, uh, <laughs> and see if he can make that go away. So, yeah, you want to kind of play it uh, carefully because if there isn't a trade to be made and T.J. Ward's on the team, you don't want him feeling like, yeah, we were trying to move you along. But uh, I, I do think there's there's smoke to this fire for a couple reasons. He's an unrestricted free agent after the season, and they have two young guys in, in – Justin Simmons and Will Parks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Simmons really looks like he could be special. I love that yeah. draft pick when he was selected. And uh, Jamal Carter has been one of the absolute standouts, right. I think, of the preseason and, and training camp for the Broncos. So uh, the Broncos may feel that they're okay with that combination of guys in some spot. Uh, while Simmons is listed as a backup uh, free safety, you would suspect that he would be the guy to move over and start mm-hmm. uh, if Ward were to be dealt. But what, what I ask about is what does that mean regarding the Broncos' mindset about this season. Because uh, on, on Twitter, I was being asked, well, what would they? What kind of players would they get? Would they be trading for a lineman? Mm-hmm. Would they, but look, NFL teams, if they're going to make these kind of trades at this point in the season, you're not trading for players. You're mm-hmm. trading for draft picks. So for the 2017 campaign, if the Broncos even get a trade where they trade for a first-round draft pick for T.J. Ward, and they won't get that, mind yeah. you, I mean, still for the 2017 season, it's as if they cut him. He's yeah. gone. Yeah. And why, for I think a lot of fans' standpoint, they're wondering why would the Broncos do that if they think they're going to be a, a playoff contender in 2017? And, and the, the corollary to that would be maybe they don't. Maybe they've looked at this team through pre, three preseason games and, and mini camps and training camps and realized, you know what, we don't have enough to jump over the Raiders and the Chiefs, and, and we're probably not going to be in the playoffs. So... Maybe let's get something that we can while we can, as opposed to what we saw with the Denver Nuggets, uh, going all in on the playoffs, keeping Danilo Gallinari instead Uh of dealing him and then letting him walk away for absolutely nothing. That's true. Uh, Man, I wish the Broncos could draft quarterbacks like they drafted safeties. Uh, That would help this team a lot. Everything (laughs) else. When I look at the defense and what T.J. Ward's role in this year's defense would be. It seems like he would be I think that the Broncos are going to be playing three safeties probably the most in in terms of just base defense. I think they're going to have Justin Simmons as the safety net. I think he reads and he's instinctual uh, 
a, as a player in terms of knowing where the ball is kind of going to come out of the quarterback's hand and he'll kind of move over there. I think you have Darian Stewart and TJ Ward, you know, hitting around the middle so people don't come across the middle. But when I look at, you know, when I look at Justin Simmons and Will Parks and Jamal Carter, those are more kind of rangy, lengthy safeties that you could probably put up against tight end. TJ Ward is a smaller guy. And I think he, I think he's just a really important piece in this defense. Again, not so much even just on the field, but in the locker room. That's that's where I think this would hurt the most. Brandon Marshall already tw- tweeting last night. Better not trade the homie. So like, that's where I'm interested in seeing what his value is to the Denver Broncos. Again, I don't think this trade, like you were saying, has a lot of weight to it. Like, again, the Broncos, if they need anything, they need starting people you know they need starting players on the offensive line they need a starting tight end and if you you're right if they trade for a draft pick before week one that that is telling the fan base you know what this year we're gonna just kind of coast we're gonna kind of build up next year and it it would be an unusual time frame in which to do it I I think you brought up a really good point when you talked about Simmons and and Carter you're talking about uh, the difference between a a cover safety Mm -hmm. and someone like TJ Ward who's more of a run support guy And obviously, safeties in the NFL can do both, but mm-hmm. not everyone is equally uh, skilled at, at both of them, and very, very few really are. And I, I think in Ward's case, he clearly falls on the side of the better run support guy, and, and someone in Simmons is more of a coverage guy. So uh, the Broncos in mix and match. Obviously, they run with a lot of three cornerbacks as well. Bradley Roby is mm-hmm. on the field an awful lot, uh, along with Aqib Tlaib and, and Chris Harris Jr. So they, they have a lot of flexibility, but it's, it's interesting because... There's a similarity. The Browns, over the last week, had apparently been dangling Joe Hayden, their multiple Pro Bowl cornerback. And this Hmm. morning, they announced that they released him. So the idea that the Broncos would release T.J. Ward, to me at least at the moment, seems a little silly because he would be too big of a piece, I think, to just move on from. You're talking about a second-year guy in Justin Simmons and a first-year guy in Jamal Carter. Uh, That's having an awful lot of faith if you're going to take this season seriously and try Mm -hmm. to make the playoffs. Uh, But it's probably worth noting his dead cap money dropped from a a $7 million number last season to Mm -hmm. only $1.25 million this year, something that's Uh, rather easily palatable for NFL teams that are planning ahead. So... I can't rule it out as a possibility. It may be that the Broncos have decided for various reasons that they want to move away from T.J. Ward and they'd like to trade him. And if they can't trade him, uh, maybe they'll cut him. But that that would be a shocking development, I think, uh, for Broncos fans and a perplexing one as well. Right. I think the Browns' argument was that Joe Hayden has lost a step or is losing steps. And is expensive. And is expensive. I wouldn't say T.J. Ward's performance is necessarily degraded you know last year so yeah like you said if you released him and and remember he was one of the biggest pieces uh or bigger free agents that uh Elway brought in during the where Akib Tlaib year uh he was he was a big part also uh he's not only run stopping safety he's also one of the best blitzing safeties I think he has most sacks of any safety in the past few years um yeah I'll have to check on that but, yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, it'll be also be interesting to see how the Broncos really trim their roster down. Are, are five safeties a possibility, or do you go with your two starters and your two backups? That's a, that's another thing you got to look at. It'll be interesting. It'll be yeah, interesting. there are a few log jams on the roster, and, and let's let's spin over real quick to this final preseason game where Kyle Slaughter's yeah. going to go the whole way. Woo! Are you, are, yeah, you going to watch any of this preseason game? 
Yeah, it's it's my job. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We 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 all have things at work we don't love doing. So uh, yeah, watching the final you NFL like you have preseason the right game. Mentality to it. So yeah, I'm a yeah. professional, so I will, yeah, but right. I don't have to love it. Uh, <laughs> it but it, it's interesting because I think the Broncos now knowing that Paxton Lynch is going to miss maybe two to four regular season games, they have to make a decision about how they're going to handle. Uh, that quarterback position. Are there better options out on the free agent market? Let's take Colin Kaepernick out of the equation because that's not going to happen with uh, with, with John Owen in charge. It would have happened already. But you're looking at the, the normal cast of guys, your Christian Ponders, your Austin Davises, guys that the Broncos have already had in here before. Uh, there's always a McCown or a Hoyer somewhere. So the, things like that. Uh, do the Broncos want to bring in someone like that? I think maybe they do for the short term. So I think for Broncos fans, even if Slaughter looks phenomenal in this game, and don't be surprised uh, if he does. I mean, over the course of the preseason, statistically at least, he's been the Broncos' best quarterback, better than uh, Lynch by a mile and better right. than Simeon as well. I mean, he's sporting a 140 quarterback rating in the preseason. <laughs> but pretty good. It's pretty good. But I, I suspect that Slaughter will still be waived and brought back onto the the. the practice squad. I think that's what they would like to have happen because I, I think they've seen enough that they're curious and they'd like mm-hmm. to have him on that practice squad. They're going to basically redshirt, medical redshirt for lack of a better term, Chad Kelly. So if Paxton Lynch is really going to come back in a month, maybe you do want to just go get a Christian Ponder again and have him hold the fort. So I think Broncos fans who have been excited about watching Kyle Sloter and, and if he goes out and has a good performance and then you read a couple of days later that the Broncos have waived him, don't necessarily think that that means they don't want him around. It right. means that they think over the next month he's better served on the practice squad uh-huh. as opposed to have him make the 53 and then have to wave him again. Yes. And that becomes a little more appealing where teams start looking a little deeper and go, okay, why did he make their 53 in the first place? In a quarterback-starved league, there might be a, a risk that he gets picked up, whereas right now, even though he's looked good around Denver, this is a guy that played at Northern Colorado, was new to the quarterback mm-hmm. position, wasn't drafted. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's probably not going to hold a lot of appeal to a bunch of other teams to put him on their 53-man roster. So right. I, I think the Broncos will probably move him uh, will wave Slaughter and then bring him onto the, the practice squad. But uh, these last games, uh, just don't don't get anyone hurt. I know <laughs> right, I know right. half of these guys playing, if not two thirds of them playing, aren't going to make the team. But just nobody get hurt. Yeah, uh, I just checked. Zach Dysert is still on the Cowboys roster. That would be a a guy I, th- I would think that the Broncos could be yeah, possibly some, looking at. Yeah, uh, some familiarity. But, yes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, in terms of Kyle Slaughter. Do you see he he is? I get why he's become a fan favorite. Sure. Does he start one game? Like, it, what's his no. realistic? Is no. he is he even on the roster in two years? I think, like, he's, I think he's practice squad all year, and unless Paxton Lynch gets a lot better, uh, yeah. we are dealing with what we saw yeah. the last two summers once again in 2018. Because I don't think the Broncos are willing to cut bait with Paxton Lynch even after this uh, atrocious. Uh, summer that he's had. I mean, it, mm-hmm. it's uh, you. You look at this and Slaughter to his to his credit. If you took the jersey numbers off of these guys, and you've been out there with practice, you've been mm-hmm. filming it, taking pictures, you've been out there with us. Mm-hmm. And if you took the numbers off the back, one could make the argument that even in practices, uh, Kyle Slaughter might have been the best quarterback the Broncos have had. Certainly better than Lynch, and was probably at least comparable with Simeon. I think that's less about Slaughter and more about the fact that the Broncos' cupboard with quarterback appears to be 
uh, empty at the moment. But but it, if it is empty, it's all the more reason to throw someone like Sloter on the practice squad and try again next spring. Yeah, sorry, Kyle Sloter. At least he'll go down as the possibly the second best number one to play on the Broncos behind Jason Neal. I look. <laughs> yeah, I know you're trying to go through the Rolodex all of the numbers. Jason yeah, yeah, yeah. Number one, so <laughs> Bucky Dilts were ten. So okay, yeah. All right, so is there a player that may make or break his case tomorrow? I, I don't think about, well, there are probably a few on the 53-man roster, but I think the guy that I'm intrigued to see is D'Angelo Henderson. Yes. For yes. quite a bit of time uh, during the, the preseason, a lot, of, a lot of fans and even the coaches were raving that maybe this is a guy that might be able to, by the end of the year, be the best running back that they have. Well, maybe that's the case. But since then, Jamal Charles has looked uh, explosive, if in limited duty. Uh, at least C.J. Anderson has looked decent, if not great, averaging right. about 3.6 yards per carry. But Henderson, in the last preseason game, put the ball on the ground twice. That's true. That's the concern. So yeah. you're not going to get a lot of carries if you put the ball on the ground. So I, I'm intrigued to see what Henderson does. It's going to be a tough sledding. I mean, he's not playing with the, the top team and maybe probably not even the second team but then again he's not going against first and second team guys yeah. for Arizona either so I, I really want to see D'Angelo Henderson have a big game mm-hmm. a, and look like a guy that can make an impact for the Denver Broncos sooner rather than later mm-hmm. I think Shelby Harris is the name I think I'm watching it seems like the Broncos have at least one player that breaks out in the preseason games and they still cut him at the end of the year or at the end of the preseason and fans go what he was having such a good Harris preseason. was all over the place in the in the third preseason mm-hmm. game he was yeah. everywhere yeah, so I, I, I want to see if, if the Broncos are just looking for one more game out of him and, and it wasn't just a fluke and, and all that. So that, that's that's the one player I'm going to be watching. All right, let's wrap it up. Uh, the Broncos, again, play the Packers tomorrow night. Then they are, what is it, 11 days the off? Cardinals. They, or the Cardinals, yeah, sorry, yeah. not Packers. The and then Cardinals. 11 days, yep, 11 days until the, uh, the, the final <sighs> game of uh, week one, the second of the Monday Night Football doubleheader. It starts even late in, in Denver and... Uh, that's going to be a tough wait. That's always a yeah, tough wait. Yeah, yeah, Thankfully, we have a baseball team that is actually still in the running this yeah, year. So. And, and a Rocky Mountain Showdown to, to watch this weekend as well. So Yes, yes. Some uh, things to tide you over. Yeah, as a CU buff, how are you feeling? Uh, pretty good. All Although right. that was an awful lot of points to see us yeah, no, put up there. I, I think it's going to be a shootout, but oh, yeah, yeah. I think, I oh, think yeah. First it, team so. to 30 wins, probably. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Sean, thanks for joining us. That has been the Broncos Blitz. I am Ryan Green. This podcast was brought to you by 5280 Sports Network.